there, partners, and welcome to Wasted Wagons. This is the rootinest, tootinest show this side of the Mississippi. This podcast is 10 pounds of crazy in a five-pound sack. So butter me up and call me a biscuit, because you'll be as surprised as me to see what this posse of banditos has in store for you tonight. Welcome back, Wagoneers. If you were able to catch the, our last episode, our hearts were broken when Michael decided to unveil his favorite NHL team, and he chose the heels of the NHL, at least at least by considered table. by men by members of this table. For the record, I'm cool. <laughs> he chose the Las Vegas Golden Knights, and I don't think I don't think we still haven't got over it yet. So uh, I decided to wear my Anaheim Mighty Ducks jersey here with uh, the Wild Wing jersey from the uh, Wild Wing logo from the from the nineties, just to kind of prove to Mike that my guest pick has a much cooler logo than the Las Vegas Golden Knights, and that's who he should have taken. That rat bastard, Mike. Can't believe he did that. I don't know if y'all caught it, but like Travis was talking to Michael, Mike, like he was a, a stern parent when he, he used Mike's <laughs> full name as, as Michael. Yeah, no, I caught it. I caught it. it. Was, I don't know. I can't tell you the last time any of this called Mike Michael. Very happy with my choice. Um, how um how are y'all doing since since you thirteen and three? No, no. Since you picked them as a team as your team, have you you know how they're doing record wise since then? Thirteen. Oh, since I. Um, They've they've lost they've lost a couple they've they've lost three actually I think since I started following about to lose this podcast awesome dogs but but hey but that goes you know hand in hand with me picking somebody or a team every time I start following somebody they start tanking so (laughs) I don't know that might be the 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 worst thing that could ever happen to the Golden Knights is me picking. Maybe that's the silver lining in all this that Michael picking them will make them suck. And I mean, I don't. I have, sure hope so. Give Todd, Patrick, and I pleasure with this. You know, I don't have the best record you're, when you're it comes Michael to picking Travis because he's just conveying his disappointment. Yeah. It's like the curse. The curse of me getting the jersey. Yeah, like I got a jersey. You're, you're oh, I need you to order one like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I want it here for Thanksgiving. And if that's the case, please order Jonathan Marchant. Yeah, yeah. If he could stub a toe or something, that'd be great. I remember one one of the things we talked about last time after Mike made this disappointing pick was he was gonna go you know start looking for memorabilia and uh, and jerseys and how you doing with that? I was actually fully expecting we're actually at Mike's house today. I was actually fully expecting like a big maybe tin Knights <laughs> helmet hanging from his outside patio. Definitely so, a jersey, at know? least a flag. So I, I saw I saw some really cool jerseys on the um, on the gate DH gate um, the website. Uh, they didn't have my size, and that's why I'm not wearing one right now. So I'm going to continue looking. Um, I did scout out another store that, that does sell my size. So um, as soon as I'm able to to get that, I will be wearing the shit out of that jersey. Now, and it's going to be it's it's going to be well. I'll leave it as a surprise. How about that eBay. for the next? So, so you have made a selection. Uh, got a player. Okay, I think he's going with Wild Bill. Now, if you look at the, he's the, a handsome guy. Yeah, he's a handsome guy. <laughs> if you look at Reminds the X page, me of like a handful of people. Go ahead. You were saying, Todd? If you look at the X page, I made a, I made the post with the, the, the four players that Mark said uh, that Mike, Mark, Jesus Christ, uh, Travis calling to Michael. I'm calling Mike. Mark. Start tonight. Mark, you here? Jesus. No, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Um, the four players that Mike 
mentioned were William Carlson, Mark Stone, Jonathan Marshall, and Jack Eichel. But I posted the four different jersey choices that they're wearing in those pictures. I don't know if Mike noticed that or not, but you got the, the gold color. You have the plain black. Very plain. You got the white, which looks Trash. awful. But you also have the one that the black one with the the gold and red stripes on it. This is Vegas kind of going slanted, like, like a sash, kind of like kind of like a sash, yeah, like the uh, lightning bolts jersey. Yep. So I can definitely say I'm not going to name the player on this episode, but I can definitely say that the steel gray. I did say he liked the, the steel last the steel time. Steel gray, emphasize steel with the yellow and the red stripes is going to be the one that I will support. That is the uh, I, I support. Scheme. I support that as much as I can. I mean, I think that either that one or the one that says Vegas on it are the two best ones. The white, the white's definitely trash. Uh, uh, hey, not, not, to, not to not to not to switch topics here. Okay. But uh, have y'all been following the F one Formula racing in Vegas? It's a disaster, oh my gosh. and I I love it. So I'm I'm one of the biggest F1 fans that I know in the area, and probably I'm probably the, the only <laughs> F1 fan I know. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Um, and like you talk to people, and like they tell you, like this race is just like a, it's more, like, it feels more like an exhibition and a and a money making thing oh, than it, than than a per se like an actual race, even though it is a actual race on the calendar. So to have things going wrong is for a fan for who who cares about the purity of the sport, I love it. I hope I hope it's a success in terms of like they'll be back next year, but I hope all these trick gimmicky things they're doing, I hope they all fail. Um just cuz they're, they're they're doing straight money grabs. So the F1, I saw a video, it was an F1 car inside of the casino. Yeah. Okay, and it was peeling out the tires inside the casino mm-hmm. and going down a red carpet. Yeah. Through the casino floor. Oh yeah, yeah. That is like the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. That sounds like some wrestling. And that's not even the most, <laughs> that's not even the most ridiculous thing that's happened so far from this race weekend. But the race is to, the race is Saturday. Um, but the biggest controversy right now is the there's a manhole cover that got yeah. loose, yeah. so a lot of the cars are hitting it and like getting destroyed. So why on earth wouldn't they walk the course? Sounds like some video game. Oh, game. They're driving it, through a casino. It reminds me of some kind of like movie. Like cruising USA like, or something. Yeah. The most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> um, they they walk everything. They later it out. They've been doing this for a while, but the problem is they just don't account for like, hey, when the cars actually get on top of the surface, shit can go sideways, and shit's going sideways, and I'm I'm here for all of it. And this is they're dumping some serious cash. Dumping. Oh yeah, into they this, into this they they shut down half of the street. The streets are closed in certain parts. You can't do this. That everything is blocked off for the race. So um, yeah, it, the sun Saturday night's going to be pretty interesting how this race turns out because so far through two I think two practice sessions, not good. Like they've had to delay it because of like uh, like I said the issues with the course itself, like the manhole and some other yeah, stuff heard, like that damaged the cars. Oh, every every everyone's pissed. Everyone's pissed about it because it's it's a straight. Hey, let's put this race in the most extravagant, expensive place we can. Like to hell with how expensive Miami was. Let's put it in a more extravagant and ridiculous place just so we can make money and make more money and capitalize on the tourist and everything going on in Vegas. And it it might shoot them in the ass, but they have like I think a five or maybe ten year contract for this race for the next ten years. So. 
they're gonna have to figure some. They're gonna have to figure some shit out real soon because next year it can't it can't go like it's going so far. One and a half, two days in now. Yeah, well, Mike, you brought this up. Are you becoming an F one fan? No, no. I, uh, we were talking about Vegas, my favorite uh, hockey team, and um, you know, I was thinking about what's what's currently happening in Vegas. And that's the big, the big event. That's the big Speaking of talk Vegas, of the town. Really. If you want a ten-year contract, that only lasts two. You know, just find some old emails. Or just be Josh McDaniel. Or just be Josh McDaniels. Yeah. But no, uh, I, I just had to to uh, talk a little bit about that because I, I have been following some of the news that's been coming out of there, and it's like, wow. It's, well, they, you know, they they say like, every piece, all publicity is good publicity. Not in this case, because yeah. not there's been nothing positive so far coming out of this race, other than some like the car liveries and the paint jobs for the race. So they're they're very, they're very Vegas themes so for a lot of them. They, they look really cool. That's been the only bright spot so far, and I haven't watched all the coverage to to give my own input on it. But just the reports that I'm reading, it's not going well in Vegas right now, and I kind of like it. <laughs> there's so many slots in Vegas. Back on hockey real quick. Uh, you know, Mike mentioned that the Knights, he believes, are 13 and three. Uh, since we had our last episode, Todd's team is actually the exact opposite record of that. But I think they've gotten all three wins since our last episode. Uh, they have. Yeah, they were 0 and 10 when you were talking yeah. last time. So, I mean, if there's any oh, positive 10 and one, news on the man. San Jose Sharks, it seems like they're on the positive incline. Oh, 10 and 1. I forgot the one. Well, if the, the same thing with the Knights. They're 13, 3 and 1. So, what have you seen about these last three wins about the San Jose Sharks that you're, uh, that you're liking? Well, I'm going to start with. Uh, they still yeah, exist. Even though Mackenzie Blackwood <laughs> didn't get the win yesterday, I, I still am a fan of Mackenzie Blackwood. I think he's a young, promising goalie. Um, the three guys on offense, though, that, that are looking to kind of – that have really been stepping it up lately are Fabian Zetterlin, Luke Cunningham-Lingus, and – I'm sorry. What, I'm sorry. <laughs> What's that name again? Say, say, say that again? Luke Come Cunningham. Again? Luke Cunningham. Okay. 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 B- Bunnell-Lingus? <laughs> it was, a, it, it was and, a play on words if you haven't noticed. And they got a new, a new young guy named Mikey Hoffman who's also been playing really well as a blade too, so – those three guys look to be promising on the offensive front. Kinsey Blackwood promising on as a goaltender. If, you know, I think as long as the Sharks can keep generating offense, they might find themselves in a whole lot better situations than they've been in. So hopefully that continues. But and look, one thing I've time will tell. One thing I've noticed about uh about the Sharks is is you know, Todd's pointing out some of these young offensive guys and then they've got this young, young goaltender, Mackenzie Blackwood, who looks like he's playing really well. They, they seem to, all, to have a bunch of good defensemen in front of their goalie, too. I think the big thing that was missing was that offensive spark. Um, you know, they, they, they already have Mark Edward Blasek. Um, they, they picked up Brandon Burrows in the, oh, like the, the offseason. Um, yeah, another young guy on the team that, that looked really good uh, in the front of defense who was kind of impressing me as I was watching the game. I'm actually trying to look up his name. It's got, it's got a very odd last name. You can't, you can't also you can't leave out Mario Ferraro. Yeah, Mario Ferraro. Forgot about him. Uh, he's also a very good goaltender. I mean, a very good defenseman. Oh, you think uh, I can't even pronounce this guy's name? He's also the O. That's who you're talking yep, about. Yep. 
Sean, what uh, what jersey, what player jersey? I was, I was going to say I wanted to get the uh, opinion on the Vegas logo versus the old school Canucks logo I'm wearing here. Pretty fly. It's just like a what? It's a skate Ooh, look going fast. Guy. But yeah, this is a Pavel Bure jersey. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm being honest, I like the newer Canucks logo better. I like the one with the whale jumping out of the water. I have that one. I made a choice. Nice. No, I'll, I'll wear that on a future one. That does look good. This is old school uh, Germany colors. You know. Attaboy. German flag. <laughs> third, third what, what Canucks jersey do you have with the, the new logo? Is it still Bure? It's Bure as well. Pavel Bure, not Valerie. Sean, Sean stays true to his, to his, uh, his players. Yarmir Yager, Pavel Bure. I've yeah. got a Valerie Bure who happens to be married to Candace Cameron Bure, mm-hmm. and that's my uh, Florida Panthers jersey. Todd, what Florida. um what player jersey are you wearing? I'm wearing a Rod Brendamore Carolina Hurricanes jersey. Mm-hmm. You don't you not like Rod Brendamore? I like Rod Brendamore. I don't I like the teams Rod he's Brendamore. played for. Love Rod Brendamore, very very passionate player in his day, great captain. So dirty. And, I, and look, he's the coach of currently the coach of the Carolina Hurricanes. What the hell was that, that like? That was America. That was a V8. America. That was American V8 starting up. The, the V8. Un, unlike that, that, that F1 V6 hybrid bull pussy <laughs> shit. The V8 revs, but the wagon rolls on. Hey, hey, you're a little cannon. Little, little lumpity 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 Look, Rod Brendamore. the real stuff, not that pussy skull. Whoa. Rod Brendamore is currently the coach of the Carolina Hurricanes. And, like, because I love him so much, if the, when the Sharks don't succeed, I'd be cool with the uh, Carolina Hurricanes winning the Stanley Cup with Rob Brendamore as their coach. Mm, okay. I, 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 and I also have the old alternate. This isn't the one. This is the alternate jersey when he played, you know, yeah. with the hurricane flag on it, which I thought was a cool logo. I think we can all agree their original logo just kind of sucked. Yeah. Just a plain hurricane. Yeah. Just, this is very, very bland. What do I have now? I don't have that anymore. No, no. no I actually, I think they use this full time. So yeah. I think, I think it's two flags, flag, right? Nice. Yeah. Um, I like I like that one better than the red uh, primary that they use. Uh, I don't like the red; it's too much red for me. But the black one uh, looks pretty clean with the uh, silver and uh, red accents on it. I just thought it was always lame that Carolina got hurricanes, which was like what they did with a hurricane once a decade, maybe. So you're saying <laughs> so what you're saying is New Orleans should have a hockey team? Exactly. Should have been Miami there. Hurricanes or a team? Yeah. Miami makes sense. Carolina. So the floor, so Florida should have named themselves the Florida you know, Hurricanes Florida instead of Florida. But you know when Carolina gets hit, showing it's a superstorm. You know, it's, exactly. It's, well, that's that's New York and Northeast. Yeah. Super <laughs> superstorm Sandy. You gotta watch out for them blackouts. Well, yeah, because my my trips to Jersey when I was talking about like the, my last trip to Jersey, we actually had a tropical storm or whatever it was, a little small thing coming up the coast, and got on the topic of hurricanes and stuff, and they're like. Yeah, well, we had that superstorm Sandy messed us up pretty bad, and I was like, "Yeah, we've had a few hurricanes where I'm from." I'd uh, you know, knock my roof well, off. I come and, from, yeah. It's cornbread and chicken. They were talking I about it flooding, like getting bangers. like so many inches in the street, and it's like, yeah, I'd have blew my roof off almost, and I'd mm-hmm. pay eleven thousand to get a new one, you know. Or Hurricane Katrina made us redo all the sheetrock in our house. How you know? <laughs> much rock did your dad cut out of the house? <laughs> I think I had a we had eleven feet of water in our in my house for Katrina. Good times. What, what neighborhood? Uh, Gentilly. Gentilly. Yeah, about five minutes from five ten minutes from UNL. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's venture off from sports talk here, and then what's everybody <laughs> drinking tonight? Loose piss. Well, uh, Travis. Most nice. Uh, uh, yeah. Who said yeah? I'm drinking. 
Um, that's potential that's, sponsor, that's, don't say that. That don't look like piss that's water. That's not piss water. That's a great beer. What are you talking about? Oh, wait, about? no. The, no, this is, no, it's not piss water. I'm sorry. You're thinking of Molson <laughs> Ice. Tell us what that really is. <laughs> hey, I like Moosehead. He had to peel off the koozie to see like what that. he was even drinking. There you go. Abita. That looks like an undressed lady right there. Abita Indigator. So you just said one of a, you know pretty high alcohol content beer was piss water. I'm curious behind that. That's a that's an odd lane to, to, to take, but go ahead. PP wants on. No, it's uh Andigator. It's um it's a really good beer. Abita, if you're listening, we love you. I was just joking. And you know, they make the Andigator Straw Gator beer, which is yes, like the Abita strawberry that's, that has a high one. alcohol yeah, content. That's the one. The fruity beer. And Abita, your brewery uh, is beautiful. For the record, yeah, it's not dog the uh, local brewery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Have y'all ever been, been there? Beaded brewery? Yes. yes nice as shit. They they changed the policy so you can't uh, do all the free sampling and such like that anymore, which kind of sucks. But it's still a nice brewery tour to go yeah. to go on and visit. All right, I'm drinking uh, the equal parts dot matrix that that Patrick brought me back from Houston. Yeah. I also still have some Yingling Hershey's chocolate porter in my bag. You know. Jessica's uncle gave us a ridiculous I'm still waiting amount for my six pack. I got a twelve pack in my house if you want it. Yes, I'm getting barely. It's that time of year. I will it. drink it now when it's not 100 degrees outside. You can come grab it because uh, I have about 15 of those things. I'll come grab your chocolate pack. I don't know what that means, but I'll come grab it. Hey yo, hey yo, chocolate pack. Some something you didn't tell us. You got a chocolate one now. Todd, are you excited now? <laughs> and Sean grabs my, my, my pack. Your, your pack of your chocolate, chocolate pack. pack. Anyway, uh, make it up. puts his big mitts in my chocolate pack. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how to segue off of that. This, this podcast is just. We're going spinning. off the rails here. The wheel is coming off the wagon. <laughs> it's spinning out of control. This Somebody time. else have beer, damn we, it. We're not going to be alive past episode 10. It just keeps up. Next. By the way, if you're listening, we have a strong a following great, from all of our one listeners. This is a great <laughs> opportunity to uh, go ahead and let y'all know you can follow us on Instagram, on X, which was the uh, former X. Twitter, Suck it. Uh, Facebook. That's Brian X. Now we're yeah. on um, TikTok as well. And uh, always please listen to us on Spotify. Make it a big like, boys. subscribe. Download. If, I, if, if I can throw something out there, I think no. uh, I was able to get two people to actually listen to our last episode. Uh, one of them named George McLaughlin. Shout out to you, George. Oh, George. He also happens to be a Golden Knights fan. Vegas Golden Knights oh, fan. I like this which guy. Is why I, one of those. Which is why <laughs> I reached out to him and I said, hey, man, you're going to like this episode. Just you know, go ahead and listen to it. He did. Uh, the other one is, uh, is one of my former hockey players that I coached. His name is Zach Sessom. He is actually an Anaheim Mighty Ducks fan. Still currently playing hockey, by the way. Yeah, I got to give it to him, man. You know, he play hockey. He put beer league somewhere. They have, uh, they actually have a roller league that plays out of the wharf in New Orleans, and then they have. Um, he actually goes to um, the Biloxi Gulf Coast Coliseum, and they play pickup games there as well. So I got to say, like, I you know, a guy getting into his uh, upper twenties, maybe early thirties. Still playing, uh, still playing some ice and roller hockey. Um, so, got to give it to you. I wish I was still doing that. Does he get his parking validated for each game? Not sure, <laughs> but he's a. He's how, a does, how does the teeth situation look like? Oh, oh, yeah. he's, he's still got he still got them all. He, he wears he wears a face shield. 
But uh, he's an Anaheim Mighty Ducks fan. I got the Anaheim jersey, but thank you. Thank you both, George and Zach, for listening. I'll go ahead and uh, say what I'm drinking. I mentioned in previous episodes that I am a big Shiner fan. I don't think I've ever had a bad Shiner beer. Food trip. And uh, I am drinking a, a new one that I saw off the shelves. I didn't know they made one, but it's called Shiner Orale, Mexican-style cerveza. And again, mm-hmm. another one that does not disappoint. I had that one no. in that sample pack. That's on yeah, pretty good. So, Shiner, you've done, done it again. I've had this before. I've had this the, before, yeah. The, uh, the original Bach is still my favorite, but, again, I don't think I've had a bad Shiner beer yet. To continue the Shiner fun, I'm drinking, well, a Ruby Redbird right now. But then I also tried the Shiner Holiday Cheer that just came out. To say it is peaches and pecan flavored. Oof. Pretty good. I downed it pretty quick. I mean, five point four percent waffles. Not, not to derail your topic real quick. Do you know anyone that says pecan? No, I don't either. Like, I'm I, saying, I've never heard anybody pecan say that. I, I, I see a lot of debates like, like people like pecan shit. versus pecan, and I'm like, if you say pecan, pecan is a toilet. Yeah, I have the pecan waffles. Fair. Pecan. Yeah. I don't know. I just I saw that about a week ago. Somebody was talking about pecan versus mm-hmm. pecan. And yeah. I was like, it's only pecan is a portalette. Yes, there you go. <laughs> it is pecan. It is pecan. But yeah, Sean, I tried that beer yesterday. Um, it's pretty solid. It's it's a little pe- it's peachy on the front, pecan on the back. I'd say compared um, to seasonal Christmas ales, Christmas box, all that kind of stuff, it's mm-hmm. drinkable because I've had some Christmas ales and stuff that I just want to pour out as soon as I sit. I can't wait and to try that. It, it looks so, so yummy. It is. It's very good. I just can't picture a peach beer being any good. Well, uh, it's, it's peaches and pecans. It's so. it's literally a that pecan, that pecan might give it the little extra kick it needs. It's it's a it's a definitely don't knock it till you're trying it kind of kind of beer because you would think like peaches and pecan like I don't want that in a beer but it's it's a subtle and like very understated peach kind of taste and the pecan is just like a, a nice kind of on back end finish to it, but it's 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 actually pretty good. So it's I think with, I think you'll like it. Natural flavor and caramel. I mean, you know me; I'm not the kind of guy to knock it until I try it. But you know, might be worth a try. It's very good. You'll you'll like it, especially if it's served in a certain vessel. It's long. Speaking of vessels, or down a booty crank. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of vessels. I'm being the uber snob uh, of bourbon tonight. And it's snooter glass. And I'm drinking from a snifter. When, snifter. when, is, the, wait, when is the snifter. last time that Patrick Greco drank a beer in one of these podcasts? Well, I think it was at Sean's house. He had a Modelo. Yeah. Oh. Last, uh, last episode. Right. Mike, Mike wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you were there, you would know. Was it the mole-looking thing from uh, Fantastic Beasts called the snifter? Snifter. I, I <laughs> Niffler. Niffler. Yeah. I'm drinking out of a fancy Glen. It's technically a Glen Karen, but yeah, some people call it a snifter. Uh, I'm drinking Jack Daniels Barrel Proof Rye because uh, it's delicious and it's 143 proof. So uh, Jesus Christ, my night's gonna be going downhill pretty fast, boys. Here comes Jesus. <laughs> Good thing I didn't drive tonight, huh? <laughs> yeah, the, the hurricane proof cruzan is like 137 proof. Yeah. This is still playing on sleep. Are you drinking that neat? You drinking that neat? <laughs> yes, sir. I'm about, I'm about, in fact, I'm about to make another pour right now because I'm out. How do you not have holes in your esophagus right now? Well, that's that's coming. Come, <laughs> oh, have friends. No, our, our friends have joined <laughs> the chat. We have holes in the fence for our friends to join us. Special guests. Hello, puppy dogs. <laughs> the dogs bark, the 
the wagon rolls on. Episode Ooh. part two. <laughs> <laughs> we are we have no luck with recording here or just in general people things showing up on our podcast. Oh, to be fair, last last episode we were interrupting Tori. Well, she was. Yeah, exactly. well, she Tori, was doing her thing. Tori had we, her own agenda. We interrupted it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. hundred yep. percent. It's her world. I'm just listening. She was <laughs> in Roblox. Sounded like hell because she was yelling at all her friends. Mm-hmm. No matter what, I don't know what was going on, but she was she not was happy. The one upset and pissed off. She was not happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always uh, you know, you got three kids playing Roblox. Somebody's on a band. You know. See, no, which Biff filled in nicely for you, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Hey, he's welcome back anytime. Yeah, you want to add six man in the pot or six, or if, if if one of you we have an Yahoo gets out of line, about, you, you get this? replaced. How about this? Well, let's let's uh, listen from the listeners and see what they think. I think we should just let Biff replace me. Then he can do all, <laughs> that way. He can do all the audio, and I can just hang out. He's willing to do it, but for he's he's a professional, so he <laughs> he made everything sound good on his own, and then whatever tweaks he did to the audio. But yeah, Biff's a professional. Like we, we don't deserve to have him on there. You let him yeah. work on the other one. Oh, he did. He did a little. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Worked his magic on it. Yeah. Bro. Bro. <laughs> Bro. What movie, Sean? Shit, uh, Van Wilder. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Lollipop. We, we we need to work on more guests. We get some more guests on the show, and uh, and we'll. Get some uh, some fresh ideas too. You know? Some fresh, add some fresh faces. Um, I just this just realized. I just realized this. This is our tenth episode. Who thought we? Who thought we'd make it to ten? You remember when we ten. sat down and thought about this stupid idea of like, hey, yeah, we're right there. Yeah, we How how vain are we that we like? We're going to do a podcast awesome. and talk about our lives and just say it. And we we uh, made. Made the idea of fruition, and uh, we got a microphone. Yeah, we look professional. We've come a long way in the. Uh, There's I remember some, the first day. It was like conversation, or I think we were at Travis's the day before. It was like, is this really happening? Are we really doing this? Yeah. It was like the next day we were here doing it. It was like shit. Okay. Ten what? Man. We started this what? Two, three months ago? Four, yeah, three four very, months very ago? Exciting. And uh, a little scary. It was. It was scary. Because I know from I know for me, I don't like hearing my own voice played back for me because I just think it sounds awful compared to how I hear yeah. myself when I talk. So then it was like, do I really have anything interesting that like people want to listen to? Probably not, but we'll we'll figure it out. We'll see. Right. Um but yeah, episode this is our tenth, technically eleventh, but tenth tenth we, recorded. We, we've had some shorts in there and yeah. some other things. This is our tenth recording session though, right? Since I've been uh technically eleven. This will be this will be the tenth one that gets on air at the moment. But we've done eleven recording so far. Yeah. yeah this will make eleven. Yeah. Okay. Still I'm the pilot. rotation. Yeah, we still have our uh, pilot episode that's somewhere in the in the atmosphere. So what do we? <coughs> it's we coming. Did, we did like a treasure twice. chest. We'll dig it up and I know we did like one, two, three, four twice, and now we're back to yeah one and two again. What episode are we going to reveal how we got the name of the show? That's for, that's open to that's gonna be an Easter, that's gonna be an Easter egg tenth, somewhere, right? Tenth episode. I've already been asked. By Would that be now? I mean, I'd say twenty five. No, if, if we make it, I've already been asked by different people, and I say it's, it's open to interpretation. I'm not gonna tell you. Really it could, yeah. That that's the good thing. It, it could mean a lot of things. It's pretty simple. We're on a wagon and we're wasting. Yeah, yeah. 
There's really nothing else more to it than that, right? Well, leave it at that. Right? Really, sometimes yeah. the wheels come off and sometimes they stay on. The wheel, brother, the wheels always come off. <laughs> this, the wheel whether it's somebody deep, whether it's somebody deep throwing the mic or dogs barking or like airplanes. I pointed, out, like I pointed out in the logo, Mike's just sitting on the donkey. The donkey's not actually pulling the wagon. That wagon, that wagon's been in in neutral for a long time, buddy. The donkey's so exhausted. But see, look, that was that was another thing. That was another thing about adding Biff to the to the cast. We could always we could have Biff running. I could have G add him add him to the back of the thing, running behind the wagon, as he's the last guy to join. Don't leave me, no. I don't know. Biff might be like, yeah. Have you heard these fools? I don't want to be associated. I don't want to be tagging with them. Funny thing is, like Patrick mentioned that he doesn't like the sound of his own voice. I sometimes can't hear my own voice, so maybe I just need to lean into the mic a little bit closer. Trust me, you don't. Well, truth, truth be told, I've listened to almost none of our recordings. Yeah, just, we know. I just leave it for the world. Thanks. Why? Because I'm not. I'm not improving the shenanigans. Yeah, like you got to help us boost the numbers up. We need. I need you to go to every device you own. Log in. Listen I to something. Play in the background. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care if you do it while you, whatever. Just, just play. I like, it. I like to listen to it on the treadmill. You gotta the get gym. the numbers up. So uh, I like to listen to them at work. You have uh, Amazon, mm-hmm. like Alexa or whatever. We got a Google here. Yeah. You get ask Alexa to, to play Spotify, and it'll play. Um, it'll play mm-hmm. our, our yeah. episodes. Spotify all the time. Listen, just not our episodes. Sure. <laughs> we 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 gotta cook the books to get the numbers up. The more, the more the numbers go up, the more possibly you can monetize. You mean stuff. like me and Biff's meme page that like three of the likes on every meme is like me, Biff, and his brother out of like the five likes we get on one of the memes? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> just like on our Instagram page, there's like all the looks we get from uh, all the likes we get are all just kind of us. But, you know, we're, there's a few mm-hmm. random friends. The TikTok, the TikTok's, uh, it's, it's been happening a little bit. And I've got a few friends that want to, that's like, hey, man, uh, that podcast, I wouldn't mind, you know, maybe jumping in. Here and there, and I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I don't know. It's a very selective group. I gotta talk to the guys and see. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. but you know, I that's like, just. I know I like and share everything on Twitter and Facebook. P.S. Shut the fuck up, helicopter. So, <laughs> so as you know, we have a, uh, a holiday coming up. You know, me and Travis both work in the school system. We have. Uh, a nice week off for Thanksgiving, and we're actually going to be heading to the Gulf Shores on Sunday, at least until Wednesday. Um, but you know, with this holiday, it seems like several problems usually arise with it. Um, several questions always come up. Um, the first one that really comes to mind, though, I mean, if y'all really walked around your neighborhood, people are already starting to put up Christmas decorations. What are y'all's thoughts on it's bullshit. putting Christmas decorations up before you cut the damn turkey? It's bullshit. It's not allowed in my household. My uh, my lovely wife, she uh, her birthday is actually Thanksgiving Day. Oh, happy year. birthday, Jamie. Nice. Wow, uh, Jamie, I didn't know that. Happy birthday and, and cut so the turkey she, on so your she's birthday. she's been like the turkey baby uh, from, you know, she was a kid. And... Our rule in our household is no Christmas decorations until the day after Thanksgiving. And if we see any kind of Christmas shit coming up, like we get highly insulted because you're skipping over the whole fall thing. You're skipping over the whole Thanksgiving thing. Like 
people are just in a rush to, to celebrate Christmas, which look, Christmas is nice. We we love Christmas, don't get yeah. me wrong. Mm-hmm. But you're skipping over like you're going straight from Halloween to Christmas. To Christmas. And I went in, I went into Michael's the weekend before Halloween and it's like Christmas threw up in there. Yeah. It's Christmas yeah, trees on sale. Not to mention Because they know that they have the psychos that go in there and are ready to put the shit up. Not to mention you don't have a lot of time between Halloween and Christmas to drink your pumpkin spice. Oh, I mean <laughs> I mean once Christmas starts, I mean pumpkin spice season's over, you know. Exactly. Or, or is it? That's true. <laughs> I believe that the, the smoothie that Todd and I mentioned, the pumpkin high protein, pumpkin coffee high protein, is only available in October and November. So yeah. so we only if, have a little bit of time to drink it. So it's you're not a fan right of it. We only have two weeks left. You better get it. What do you think, Pat? I am the biggest proponent of you must wait till Thanksgiving is over for Christmas to go up. These lunatics and psychopaths that want to start playing Christmas music – the day after Halloween, no, it's no, no, no. I, that means I, no sponsorship from 1041 the spot. I, <laughs> I, I love Thanksgiving so much from the standpoint of I get to have my sister's gumbo for that. And that's one of my favorite foods in general and Thanksgiving foods. But like put some respect on Thanksgiving. It's a great holiday. Mm-hmm. If you like your family and being around friends and family, it's a great time to get together that people travel, you do whatever. There's a lot of, if you want to watch sports, there's a lot of sports on the day before of and after. Um, I am pro, so pro Thanksgiving. I refuse to even acknowledge Christmas until the day after Thanksgiving at the earliest. That's what we're friends. I could I could wait till December first, but be damned if you put up Thanksgiving Christmas stuff right after Halloween. I but look, will not happen. There's still there's still Thanksgiving decorations. Like Jessica and I have a few uh, in the front of the house. And granted, we don't we don't have like Thanksgiving lights and we don't put up a tree for for Thanksgiving. But we do have like certain yard signs that we put up for fall, and we have the little scarecrow guy out in our front yard. So there's uh there's definitely decorations to be put up for our, for Thanksgiving. Um, you get a little pumpkin patch. A little pumpkin spice. Put a little pumpkin out. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Jessica and I really have a tradition, though. Like, every Thanksgiving night is when we usually kind of wind down and start getting ready for Christmas. We start decorating our tree Thanksgiving night since Thanksgiving is pretty much officially over. Um, we play Christmas music. I like to have a nice glass of red wine. I don't really hang too many ornaments up because my kids usually take my ornaments and hang them and bunch them up in the same spot on the tree. But... It's kind of a tradition for us, you know. We've been doing it probably at least like ten years running that we've been doing that. Do you have like specific or special ornaments for that time of the year? Like you put some oh, old ornaments away, and some old some new ones come out to celebrate the uh, the time. Well, you know, um, when we when we when Jessica and I first got together, we had like uh, of course we had like the, uh, the 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 traditional garland, the traditional like balls and candy canes that hung on the tree. Balls, any kind of plugs, yeah. That we you, you we plug the lights in. Oh, yeah, okay. Right Stick on. your plug in the sockets. There you go. There's obviously some plugs that you got to plug in from the tree, you know, lights the yeah. tree up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously, and Sean can I know Sean and Travis can both agree with me on this. You know, we I have a certain collection of Hallmark ornaments that I get with like the, the, the athletes. I have a Sidney Crosby, a Ryan Miller, a Coward Pin Jr. Um, yeah, I feel like my tree has become all 
Hallmark keepsakes. Yeah. It's like that's all I have anymore. That's that's mostly what we have as well. We've kind of hung the, the balls, the big shiny balls, the, the, the kind of like uh, the velvet balls that mm-hmm. we had. And we kind of put those yeah, away. We don't, balls. You know, we don't hang those balls up anymore. But we have a nice collection of Hardy balls. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We have a nice collection of Hallmark ornaments from like different genres, like the sports. We have Star Wars. We have, it's a bunch of other like cool stuff. <laughs> so our friends are back. I don't know if you if you listen to them. They can hear. We have our friends back. The dogs. All but, of our listeners are a huge fan of. <laughs> The dog's barking. I feel like the dog's barking kind of agrees with us. He's he's on our side. Yeah. You wait till after uh, Thanksgiving to put up your, holiday, your Christmas stuff. He said he said cut the fucking turkey first. <laughs> cut and, the turkey first. And look, I, I'm not saying anything different from any of y'all. I'm full on in agreement. I think uh, Thanksgiving is a very underrated holiday. Um, you know, one of the things that unfortunately we don't do anymore. We used to go to my uh, my dad's older sister's house. And, uh, you know, her husband ended up passing away about three years ago. And she's a piece on the well. And she decided to stop hosting the party uh, after he passed away. But it was always just kind of a um, it was always just a kind of a laid back where, you know, you go with some families, you, you know, that not saying anything in a negative light, but they live in a very old school house and. We would, you know, gather around a, a smaller TV, you know, not used to it. They don't, they don't have a 70 inch TV or anything like that. And we watch the football, eating, you know, eating plates of food. And it was just very laid back and relaxing uh, as far as a holiday. And, you know, I do kind of miss it, but uh, to, to pass over such an underrated holiday just to me is just ludicrous. And yes, we usually wait till the weekend after Thanksgiving to start decorating for Christmas. And one thing Travis left out, you know, uh, Traditionally, every year we would take this picture that was in my aunt, uh, aunt Madeline and Uncle Noel's backyard. They have a, a kind of like an old school little shed, and the door is kind of worn out, but it makes a really good backdrop for a Thanksgiving picture. Kind of like a rustic, a rustic look, and and you, know, you take it with a kind of a high def camera, and the pictures come out really cool looking. Um, so yeah, definitely miss that aspect. Like Todd said, this year we'll actually be going um, renting a beach house in Gulf Shores. I guess the dogs don't like beach houses and golf courses. <laughs> yeah, they're having a full-blown conversation over there. But yeah, what do you think they're talking about? Hey, are you being a dick right now? Yeah, I'm being a dick. How about you? <laughs> hey, they didn't mention anything about putting cranberry on a turkey. You know, those, those assholes back there are trying to podcast again. We're going to interrupt that again. Hey, yo. So does, that, does anybody else have anything to add um, about decorating for Christmas or before Thanksgiving? And look, like Mike said, we're not we're not dissing Christmas. I mean, if I had to say, like, Christmas is probably the, my favorite holiday, and maybe Halloween's a close second due to Sean's Halloween party. But Thanksgiving is definitely up there as well as a, as a an underrated holiday. Christmas has more than a month. I mean, technically, Twelfth Night is January sixth for the religious people out there, and you're supposed to leave your Christmas lights and tree up until the sixth. You know what? I Jessica really takes her Christmas decorations and the. Day after Christmas. I think, I think what it's all about is for the lazy people that have to go out and decorate for Christmas. You know, they wanna they wanna have it up as long as possible because they they went out and they decorated yeah. all this stuff you know around the house. And but, I think that's really w- why it's happening. Yeah, for the people who spend thousands of dollars right. on house decorations. Right. Yeah. That way they can they can have it up for you know two months instead of. How about you spend a how about spend a thousand less and put that more towards a Christmas gift? But Absolutely. you know, put some 
again, put some respect on the damn Thanksgiving, please. And, you know, I, we mentioned that, you know, I just mentioned that Travis and I used to go to my, my Aunt Madeline, Uncle Noel's house. Uh, but how many places do y'all typically go on Thanksgiving? I mean, I, I know we usually eat at least two meals every time we go. We, we go to my family's in the, in the morning and Jessica's family's at night. So you basically would be loaded up and feel like a fat One, turd after two. after the whole day. Yes, same here. Do my family's for for like a lunch early afternoon, and then go to Heather's family's in the late afternoon or early early evening. Uh, part of, part of the reason I like I love Thanksgiving so much is because it's usually the first holiday that my immediate family all gets together. So we normally yeah. go to my sister's house. She lives in uh in Houston. So my mom and I will go there and we do Thanksgiving and usually Christmas too there. So for me, it's it's a fun holiday, but it's also a, a sentimental holiday because it's the first time that I'll get to be reunited with my family outside of like a birthday party or yeah. some sort of like really specialized event. Like So Thanksgiving for me is a big deal because I get to go be with my family uh, yeah. for about a week or so. Um, time and it, it it, depends, that's that's really important to it me. Depends really on cool. the year, but like, like this year especially, I don't think most of the family I'm going to see on Thanksgiving at my cousin's house. They haven't seen my cousin or most of the family since Easter because that's the last time that we go to her house and do Easter and all that. So it's been a while. Well, for me, um, for the longest time, we I used to go to my in-laws um, for Thanksgiving, and uh, this year. It's going to be a little different. It's our first time that that's not going to, you know, work out for us. Uh, my mother-in-law passed away this year. And, um, we're going to have it here at my house. Um, we're going to just do a little small thing, but it's going to be a meaningful thing. And, um, you know, start a new tradition here, I guess. But that's, you know. You you bring up tradition, and we were talking kind of before before the mic went on about uh, a very very important I think topic that might be a bit of a debate in the amongst the five of us uh, at moment Thanksgiving. Apparently, there's one amongst us who is a who prefers the night fan. Oh, oh. well, no, man. I was going to say is well someone that prefers ham. Over turkey, and he, he happens to be a Yarmir Yager fan, and a, yeah, and a Pavel Bure fan. Sean, um, I believe you're in the minority on this one, so I'll give you the floor first. Actually, I don't think Mike responded in the text. I don't know where Mike stands yeah, wait, wait, on this. Ham or turkey, is Mike, Mike? Kind of a toss up here. One hundred percent turkey. All right, so it, it's it's like, there is no question. It's four on no one. Question. So I. I say we clear out for a second. Give Sean the floor since he is the minority on this one, and Sean prefers. Sean prefers ham. So I, I want to hear this because I didn't know this before a couple of days ago. So why ham, Sean? I don't know. I grew up eating ham all the time, ham and cheese. I don't know. I was never a big turkey eater. And ham and wait, sandwiches? Yeah. Ham and other things. What? No, like I, you know. Ham and cheese. All right. So, so, <laughs> so when you go, when, when, you, have, when you celebrate Thanksgiving, there's, there's a big ham in the center of the table. There's ham and turkey. Okay. That, that was, that's what I was going to ask first. No. Do you do you normally have one or the other, or is it just you pick one, like only ham, only turkey, or do you normally have ham and turkey? Like, do I eat both? No, no, like the like for family, like for your get together. Yeah, there's, there's both. Both. Okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know if they like you and the family were 
dead set on one and no, they just went with that. Okay. You ate that for a fact. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On white bread with the crust gone. <laughs> some Hellman's mayonnaise. Ham and cheese with the crust gone. I don't want to judge. I do like ham. And I, my family, we have ham and a turkey for Thanksgiving. I, I'll i have like a piece or two of ham on my plate, but it's, it's turkey for me. Just I don't care where if it's fried cajun fried turkey or just like a baked turkey or whatever like that turkey is my of the two my my go-to um maybe one day we can get into like top five or, or favorite thanksgiving foods uh my answer is gumbo off top but so for the for the turkey for the meat debate the primary meat debate i'm a turkey all guy. of our northern yeah. listeners are definitely into gumbo right just i mean i think patrick just opened up a whole other can of worms here with the gumbo I don't know. What's what's wrong with that? I don't know who, how many how many other people serve gumbo at Thanksgiving. That's what I was saying for all our northern listeners. You know, they have gumbo at the centerpiece of their Thanksgiving. So for for us, you know, uh, fried turkey, baked turkey. I like to do a smoked turkey. I um, I normally work on Thanksgiving Day. That's another that's another quirky thing with me. Not all here. I always work on Thanksgiving Day. It falls on my day to work. So I'm cooking a smoked turkey for the people at work. Mm. For me, this is the first year in a really long time. I'm talking about at least probably 15 years that I took off, and I took off for you know, you know to be with the family. You smoke the turkey at work, or you prepare beforehand? No, uh, I, I smoke it at work. No, oh, well, okay. at work, we'll, uh, bring a smoke One o'clock. Work and Double dipping. It's a uh, it's a labor of love, and you know. But but we celebrate the actual Thanksgiving for the family usually on Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Okay, that's when we normally used to get together. Obviously, things are going to change a little bit. But um, who's going to smoke the turkey at work? So they, for the first time, unbeknownst to me, I took off, and now it's going to get catered. <laughs> so somebody's catering. It's uh, not going to be the same. It's not going to no. be the same. No, absolutely. But I'm happy for, for that. I don't have to worry about all that. and um, It's going to be good all, all the way around. But uh, I was getting back to fried turkey, baked turkey, smoked turkey, ham. I've seen it. You know, people bring it, bring it, you know, to Thanksgiving, especially when I'm working. You know, they have people that bring ham and stuff. Fine and dandy. I don't really go for the ham. I go for the turkey. But ham has a place for us. In, in my our tradition for New Year's Eve, and you you do ham or New Year's Day. I'm sorry, New Year's Day. You do the ham, the cabbage, uh, the cabbage, the, cabbage, the, cabbage the black eyed peas, and all that. So um, yeah, I mean, I don't really think of ham for Thanksgiving. I think of it for New Year's Day. Uh, well, I'm 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 going turkey all day, and usually uh, usually, you know, I'm speaking back on when we used to go to my aunt's house. There used to be a baked turkey and a fried turkey. Since that party stopped, it's usually just a baked one nowadays. Uh, but I, I particularly like, which I didn't really realize until a couple of years ago, I like putting cranberry on my turkey. I know cranberry has always been prevalent at the parties, but it's usually that that canned cranberry that comes out in the cylinder. The shape of the can. That's awesome. <laughs> but my... Uh, Cut it in slices. Shout out, shout out to my wife, Heather. She actually started making homemade cranberry mold. And um, and it actually is very good. 
And now I am hooked on eating baked turkey with my wife's cranberry mold. Uh, sometimes eat it on a sandwich for leftovers. But during during Thanksgiving Day, I'll just cut a sl- couple of slices of turkey and put the cranberry on top and eat that. Um, you know, like Sean, like, you know, like Sean mentioned ham. I, I don't dislike ham, but on Thanksgiving Day, I'm probably definitely going turkey over ham. Um, I will eat ham on other days, but for me on Thanksgiving, it's turkey with my wife's homemade cranberry mold well, all day. You make a good point there because cranberry on top, that's one of my problems with the turkey is that it's always so dry. So putting cranberry on top, you know, as opposed to like honey baked ham, especially when it's got ham glaze, just juicy. It's too do you, do you do stuffing? Do you like stuffing? Yeah. yeah. What, what kind of stuffing do you prefer? I don't know. Cornbread stuffing. Yeah. No, yeah. We do oyster stuffing. Yeah. And uh, man, I, I love that's my favorite part. At work yesterday, we had andouille cornbread stuffing. Ooh, that sounds the really good shit. It was like an orangeish color. It was good. Yeah. That's that's really my favorite. I, I love digging in the bird, and just like eating its butt out. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Shoot, I, 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 I personally don't mind regular old box stovetop stuff. It's pretty damn good. <laughs> I mean, look, it's it's uh, baked turkey all day for me, you know, especially when it's like fresh out of the oven. And, you know, Sean mentioned Podcast it. Crash! Podcast crash! And once Podcast again, crash! I'm interrupted. Podcast crash! Podcast crash! As a drive-by goes happens. It's baked turkey all day for me, and I like it when it's fresh out the oven. As Sean mentioned, turkey can be dry, but I find when it's like fresh out of the oven, that's when it's the most juicy and, and moist. Um, now I'll pause for a second as I get interrupted again. Make all the noise you can right now. We're never going to make it anywhere in this world. <laughs> but aside with the baked, the baked turkey, my mom usually makes baked macaroni and um, shrimp and, and melaton. And uh, mm. my mom, like, mom's Italian, so mm. she loves to cook and, and prepare for, like, uh, a whole army of people, even though it's just kind of like immediate family that shows up. Um, I know Patrick mentioned green bean casserole earlier, but my mom makes, like, a green bean artichoke casserole that's also very good. Um, so, I mean... Turkey all day for me, but I like it when it's like fresh out of the oven. I can oven. say, probably in all fairness, it's because I was picky growing up. My mom said I survived on hot dogs and macaroni and cheese for like five years. And ham was what I was, you know, started eating before turkey. You know, I've gotten better with turkey over the years, but still it's not my go-to. I, but uh, I can say my cousin, what we do on, on Thanksgiving, we go for lunch. And then when everybody's quote-unquote hungry again, whenever that is, by that time, he's made, he's taken the leftover turkey and making, he's made turkey gumbo with it. Oh. And that is amazing. Yeah. And not only that, the turkey gumbo, the game changer was putting the baked macaroni and putting the gumbo on top of it. No rice. Oh, man. Baked macaroni with the turkey gumbo that on top good. is a yearly tradition that go to that. Yeah. I can find a picture of that. We can post that. Of what the turkey gumbo looks like. That's, I would, I would, amazing. I would definitely try it. I'm more of a traditionalist with my, uh, for my gumbo, but I, over, I would, I would try that. Just um, over rice. Yeah. Um. So like my sister's crowning jewel for Thanksgiving, uh, cooking is usually, uh, gumbo. We have we have turkey, we have ham. My sister makes, like, I I wouldn't say trash can, but like it's, 
everything in one gumbo. Crab, crab shrimp, hot sausage, turkey necks, um, some smoked sausage too, but like for me, that's the crown jewel for Thanksgiving is her gumbo. Um, we'll do sometimes a, a casserole. Uh, mac and cheese is a, is a must. Uh, there usually be yams. Uh, there's usually some sort of stuffing. Uh, my mom will do merlotons. Um, my brother and I will do some sort of like prime rib uh, meat as well, as if we needed more food and more meat. But that's just our thing since while the ladies are doing all the traditional Thanksgiving things, we just are, we're carnivores and we just go straight for like red meat. So that's our own. Um, Gotta be thanging. Just, uh, I, I can't believe I forgot to mention it when Todd mentioned the shrimp and melatons. That was, uh, you know, pretty much another really good one that, that I didn't mention as well. So the, it's a staple. The turkey. How about a shrimp mold? Yes. My family has a shrimp mold every year. Yeah, sh- shrimp mold's kind of like the, uh, kind of like almost like an appetizer. Well, yeah, you know, we eat it before yeah. we're munching yeah. on it. Absolutely. We haven't even gotten to dessert yet, huh? I mean, you know, because, I mean, look at the, yeah, the traditional pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. That's the, that's the turkey on the Pecan pie. Super No, turkey. no. Yeah, and what are you talking about? My, he said pecan. Oh. oh I didn't say pecan. He didn't say pecan. Not pecan. I didn't say pecan. He didn't say pecan. Sure? I know you didn't. Okay. It's ignore Mike. Ignore Mike. I don't fucking say pecan. I said pecan. I thought you said pecan. Sweet potato pie. Yeah, my, my, my aunt Madeline used to make a really good uh, banana upside down cake, right? Uh, pineapple. Pineapple upside down cake. It's really good. Yes. Sweet I potato pie. Right, right side up, but then. So one one thing I'll mention if we're gonna eventually talk about our you know our, our I guess that's kind of what we're doing right now but uh, you know to go along with the pumpkin pie, my sister actually makes pumpkin muffins. Ooh, which, I, uh, I enjoy the crap out of. I probably mentioned that on the pumpkin <clears throat> spice one that my sister makes these uh, amazing pumpkin muffins. Probably can't leave Thanksgiving dinner without eating like three of them. You know? Solid. Um, when Christmas rolls around, she makes a really good custard pie. Yes. Yes. Kind of to, tastes uh, like McKinsey's. Oh, nice. Do y'all, um, do y'all like do any like special like drink concoctions for Thanksgiving or holidays? Or as I'm sitting here scrolling and finding the gumbo pictures, I forget that we do old fashions. Got me sitting here one of these pictures so, drinking old fashioned. Not that, not that we do it because we've never done it. But I saw this, uh, this this thing that I really want to try, and it's a uh, Puerto Rican coquito. I'm listening. And um, it's a We're drug bunch. free here, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, he didn't say cocaina. <laughs> cocaina. Um, it's a uh, it's a Puerto Rican tradition traditional. Uh, Is you Cuban? I am Cuban, uh, but this it's, it's it's you know uh, uh, it's a, a sister day. island in the Caribbean, and um, they they do this. Uh, it, it's a lot of coconut coconut. Um, it, it, it's all this kind of different coconut stuff. It, it's kind of like a pina colada, but without the pineapple. And, okay. Uh, I, I really want to try it. So wait, I want to try it. I uh, we don't really do anything like especially like cocktail or drink. I I'll break out the nicer bottles of bourbon for uh for the holidays. Uh, my brother-in-law who doesn't doesn't listen to this yet. Uh, he can he can knock them back. So I gotta be careful what I uh. But I bring for him to drink because he doesn't uh, he doesn't drink high proof stuff like I do. 
So if he gets into it and it, it, it'll hit him pretty fast and then he's out. Well, I'm still powering through it, but uh, he doesn't uh, do high proof liquor like I do. So uh, he's got to kind of moderate and control himself because uh, he gets loose. But I, I'll bring a, an, a, an easy drinking, like pretty inexpensive bottle. And then I'll bring something really, really nice to drink. And that's kind of how I just go through. Like my mom, the rest of the family, they drink whatever. My my nephew's drinking like whatever craft beer he's he's brought to the celebration. But uh, I don't. I bring a, uh, a a nice bottle of bourbon and then maybe a, a more inexpensive, a less a less expensive bottle just to if someone wants a drink and a shot, they can make some of that. Maybe an old fashioned no, or whatever. Uh, no Beaujolais. Uh, my family isn't like super huge on wine. They'll. They'll drink red wine. Uh, my mom is like a Moscato girl, whatever. But uh, I'll bring, a, I'll have a red wine every now and then, and someone will drink like, like a Pinot. But um, no, we don't, we don't, we're not huge, huge. Well, they're not huge wine drinkers. Uh, they're not really big drinkers at all, other than my brother in law, my nephew, and I. So, you know, like sit around the table, watch uh, the football game, and all that. Like, we, uh, yeah, we'll turn on the game and we'll, we'll eat. A little bit together without the TV on, or it'll be on in the background. Yeah. And then once everyone's gotten like a plate in them, and they're like maybe snacking on seconds, we'll kind of converge over to where the TV, and we'll kind of sit down and watch games all night. And then because she's my mom and she's she's the matriarch of the family, she wants to play like some sort of like family board game or whatever at the end of the night. So while the games are while the the basketball games or football games are kind of winding down towards the end of the night, she wants to break out a game, and we we play along. Like I'm not, I'm playing to like the level of not getting yelled at, but I'm really just trying to watch TV. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm into the board game because it's, because it's, because it's for her. But like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, can we? When can I get back to watching the game? Yeah, but, that, but that's what it's all about. That's what makes everybody love. We celebrate each other, and so and we give thanks. Yeah. You know, for having each other. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick just gave me an idea. It sounds like uh, wagons need to have a trivial pursuit night. Oh. Ooh, that, that could be. Night. That could be a good idea. The game of things. Awesome yeah. <laughs> uh, well, charades or Pictionary. Let's get back to y'all's question about drinks. Uh, I mean, if, if I'm if I'm drinking on on Thanksgiving, I'm I'm probably just grabbing any available beer that's probably that's probably there. And I don't think I have a specific drink that I really go to. So any kind of beer that I have in the fridge or anyone that whatever party we're at that's serving, I'll probably end up partaking in that. I mean, like I said before, when we decorate the Christmas tree, usually Thanksgiving night, I'm drinking red wine. So that's usually what I'm drinking during Thanksgiving. Are you drinking that all throughout the day? Probably, pretty much, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm usually getting bourboned up <laughs> from from start to you finish. You know, I, I say that because, I, you know, I remember, but again, keep, keep throwing it out there. I remember when we'd go to my Aunt Madeline's house, I would probably partake in any beer that was available. But then in the afternoon – you know, early evening, we would go to, we're probably going to go to my, my wife's Uncle Perry's house and they usually have like a, a liquor bar kind of set up. And I, I probably, I probably do partake in either a rum and Coke or a bourbon and Coke over there. So, but yeah, mostly just beer for me. Do y'all do church before Thanksgiving? I don't go on Thanksgiving day. Well, I, I'll usually do the Sunday before. Um, we usually just wake up early, watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade before oh, we head man. out anywhere. Oh, that's that's a, yeah. We didn't even talk about the Macy's Thanksgiving so Day awesome. Parade. So I, that's like I, a staple. Dude. When we come back, we'll talk about do we the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and maybe another holiday tradition for Thanksgiving like the Lions or the Packers, the Bears. Oh my.
Speaking of uh, the Thanksgiving Day Parade, does anybody even still watch that anymore? Is it, oh, is it is it relevant? Oh man, that's awesome! Thanksgiving Day Parade, like that was like a thing when I was a little boy. Like I had to hurry up, you know, run to the TV, make sure that was on. Mike was a boy. I loved watching that stuff with my mom. Hey. No, no, seriously, man. That, that was like, I'm turning an awesome on. Thing when I was a kid. Every, like my in my household, Heather makes sure she turns it on in the morning. Like you know, like Todd mentioned, uh, putting the Christmas tree together on the night of Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, it's kind of become a tradition for us where we make a pot of coffee, turn on the Thanksgiving Day Parade, and actually, you know, I've mentioned protein pancakes a few times on this show now. But usually, I'll make up some protein pancakes for the morning with some coffee while we while we sit down and. and Eat that, drink our coffee, and watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. What's your favorite balloon? I mean, it's hard to hard to go against Charlie Brown. I mean, Charlie Brown's kind of like the staple. Yeah, that is the staple. But if I did have the if I did have to guess, or if I did have to say a second one, I would say Goku. Goku from Dragon Ball Z is probably my second favorite. But Spider Man. Spider Man is a traditional one. Usually, every. I really have, uh, you know, no horse in this race here because I don't think I've really ever religiously watched the Thanksgiving Day Parade. But, I mean, I, they do have some pretty cool balloons from what I've seen. I mean, Charlie Brown is always the one that comes to my memory. Uh, you know, brings, well, me back to, brings back memories of Coach Pachi's computer science class. Shout out to Coach Pachi, if you're listening. The... <laughs> We'll, if we'll, you'd like to sponsor <laughs> we'll we'll put the, par- the parade on. on. We'll put the parade on, like while we're prepping food to get ready, like to put on platter to serve. But we don't really watch anymore. It's it's not that cool anymore to me. It's it's just something to put on in the background to get me to the football game at noon or eleven o'clock, which is usually the Lions and. Whoever the hell gets to play them. In which... recent years, I'm usually this like this year. I'm going on Friendsgiving Wednesday night. I'm usually waking up at ten, eleven o'clock, just hoping to be in my family's so, lunch for noon. So no, I'm not watching the parade. So with the, with the football game, like, are you like a traditional a traditionalist like Lions and the Cowboys, or do you like the whole thing they started doing where they play other <coughs> teams now? Or you mean the night games? Yep, I, I like the variety. Of now, of well, we'll see because the Lions are actually good now. So at least the eleven o'clock game will be more entertaining because the Lions are good and whoever they play is so be it. Uh, the Cowboys. Dan Campbell, fuck the world. I don't. I don't really care about the Cowboys, but that's at least a more intriguing game because at least one of the teams is good. Usually the Lions stink, so they suck and they get blown out. The Cowboys game is usually a decent game, but it is what it is. The Cowboys, so man. And as of late, the night games have been probably the best game, to my opinion. Like when they play Steelers, yeah. When they do Steelers, uh, Steelers Ravens, that's always been a pretty awesome game, especially back in the Terrell Suggs, Joey Porter, like I uh, like really physical Steelers, uh, Roethlisberger, uh, Flacco years. I guess those games were good. But um, yeah, the first game, the first two games usually were kind of stinkers. Name a team, Flacco, Flacco, man, Flacco. I just remember one of the Lions games in like the last decade where Nickelback is the halftime show was more entertaining than the Lions playing. Well, that's how bad the Lions were. My most memorable uh, Thanksgiving football game 
I just legit saw a rat run across your fence. That's all I did. Actually, <laughs> did you get it on camera? <laughs> happened to be uh, a Lions game, which would be my most memorable Thanksgiving football game. And it was actually the year after the Lions released Joey Harrington. Joey Harrington was named starting quarterback man. for the Miami Dolphins. And they happened to play the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. And the Dolphins beat the crap out of the Lions. And Joey Harrington ended up winning the MVP of the game. Um, so that is my most memorable football game on Thanksgiving Day. I have to do it. Who? Love you, Joey. <laughs> Joey Harrington, if you're listening, I love you. The Saints, the Saints beat the piss out of Cowboys one time on, on Thanksgiving Day, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was Falcons two years in a row. But I don't know if they beat the piss out of them. I do remember that game. That was the one where uh, was it where Malcolm Jenkins returned the touchdown? Or yeah, I think it was. End of the game. Yeah, it was it was a close game. I remember we watched it on ML and Uncle Noel's like twenty inch TV. Um. Yeah, but like I mean, I know Todd was talking off air about people kind of complaining about family get-togethers, like being with family for Thanksgiving. That's, and I said it earlier, like that's a staple of why that holiday is so important and fun for me is to get together with the family, whether they live here or not. Um, but I, no matter how wild or how busy or how crazy Thanksgiving is, it's m- one of my favorite times because I get to get together with my niece and my nephew, my niece's daughter, um, and see and get to see everybody like that. So I, I really don't care what we do on Thanksgiving as long as we are together for Thanksgiving. And that's that's a that's always been a big thing and important to me because my family is very large. My mother is the oldest of nine, so I have a lot of nieces. I have a lot of cousins, uh, and now nieces, nephews, and whatnot. So Thanksgiving is a big big celebration for uh, the Taplin Johnson Jackson. Household. I thought it was cool when the Saints played because it did, you know. I remember my family getting all into it and everybody's wearing Saints stuff all day, even though they didn't play till the evening. We uh we watched the football games and in between like, you know, whatever whatever time watching it, we go outside, we throw the, the, the big skin, you know, a little bit. Uh, especially since the boys have gotten a little older. Um, so that's that's a, a little tradition that that we we've been doing every year um so that's that's memorable to me and i hope we continue that yeah i mean the, the reason why i brought it up is because it seems to be one of the things that people complain about the most about thanksgiving is that they have to spend time with their family it's like oh i gotta see my family for thanksgiving um so if you look on the x page i posted my favorite thing a meme that says my favorite thing about thanksgiving is when we all pass out and stop talking to each other um i've never really had that issue i mean you know Travis and I always went to my Aunt Madeline and Uncle Noel's house. There was never anybody that was really overly aggravating there. We all enjoyed seeing each other. Um, I go to Jessica's family, usually in the evening. It's, it's kind of the same atmosphere. You know, it's, there's never anybody you really hate seeing, at least from in my case, that I really hate seeing on Thanksgiving. So um, that seems to be a general topic about Thanksgiving. People not wanting to be with their families, but it's never really been an issue for me. Yeah, Mike mentioned throwing the pigskin. I mean, you keep we keep bringing up Uncle No. I mean, Uncle Noel and Aunt Madeline's house, and I think that was, you know, part of the thing we did there too during the halftime of the of the games. We would always go out in that big backyard and, and throw the football with the kids, and that was another another definitely memorable thing about Thanksgiving. Um, so yeah, it's like I said, very underrated, passed over holiday. Should I bring up the Saints playing on holidays? <laughs> In particular, Christmas Day to two of the Wagoneers at the table here? Or is that a topic for another day? That might be a topic for another day. 
I, don't know, I think that's a good stopping point for this segment. Let's just like, hey, you you might not you know see eye to eye with your family, but you know they're they're family. Unless they've done you something like egregiously wrong, spend time with your family. Don't overlook it. Have a good I'm time. Be spending eight hours with them on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So there's no, you know. Most importantly, do not overlook Thanksgiving and go straight to Christmas. Let's just say that Alvin Kamara was not our favorite player on that day. Thanks, Sean. You're welcome.